Well, welcome everyone to our podcast, Adventures of Life. Um, I am Tracy Studebaker. We wanted to create a space for you to include tips, ideas, laughs about many different topics from marriage, finances, raising kids, having special needs kids, and the list can go on and on. So what Tracy failed to mention is I'm Chad Studebaker, the co-host, and um, we're going to kind of kick off this first podcast, talk about uh, a few items here, Um, just our opinions, if you will, and um, our thoughts, and hopefully this is entertaining. Some of it will be serious, some of it not so serious. Um, Tracy, what do you have on tap uh, for today? So today, I would love to talk about New Year's resolutions since we are recording this on New Year's Eve. Um, So New Year's resolutions. Chad, have you ever had a resolution that you actually fulfilled in the past? Hmm. Any, Any year could be... I'm not so sure I've kind of set New Year's resolutions. I think it's a time to reset. Uh, perhaps I've set New Year's resolutions in the past. It's been far and few between. Uh, truthfully speaking, in this stage of my life, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I just believe um, in setting discipline and uh, setting goals, etc. When you decide to do it uh, is really up to you. But what do you think about New Year's resolutions, Tracy? So I think I'm with you. The older I get, the more you don't really want to have resolutions. It's more or less, like you said, a discipline. Um, The only one I feel like I've always succeeded with is fitness, but that only happened a few years back. Um, But I think like you said, discipline is the key. So it's a good time to reset. I, as you know, I love to clean out from the last year physically of our home and getting rid of things and just kind of starting fresh for a new year. Okay, so let's talk in general. What do you think a lot of New Year's resolutions that people have? What do you think are some? Some of the biggest ones are fitness or Maybe another one would be, um, I'm going to wake up every morning, 30 minutes earlier, possibly, you know, be with the Lord or do something else with their time. So you said fitness, but people want to lose weight. Right. People want to look better, oftentimes for the summer, um, whether it's a particular outfit, a bikini or whatever, I, I think, or... Uh, realizing maybe you're not in such great health and you want to change that. Um, I think a lot of people, after the shock of Christmas spending, um, get the credit card bill and then have a resolution for improving finances. It's certainly around tax season time. No, that's a good point. And um, I think people maybe get a renewed sense about... I don't know, parenting or what do you think? What are some other topics, New Year's resolutions or people that pick up? Uh, um, so I would say just habits. I think maybe maybe someone's going to quit smoking, um, you know, like a really bad habit that they want to quit and start fresh with a, you know, January start. 
Um, I do like the financial one because I think that's what a lot of people think about, like, how can I pay off my debt? Um, how can I stay out of debt and set goals for themselves as a resolution for the year? Um, some people could have, you know, possibly a career um, goal, you know, it could be they are either changing jobs or they want to be more successful in their career by setting goals for themselves. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, you talk about COVID and how that's really opened people's eyes and make them step back and think a little bit more. I think career, health, finances, um, a variety of the big areas, you know, your faith. And if we think about the big areas, right, in life that has to do with self-care, uh, career, um, mental health. Of course, mental health is becoming much more prominent or, or raised much greater awareness yeah, lately, for sure. Since COVID, yeah, definitely. Therapists, yeah. psychologists, we we admire you because you're really busy right now. <laughs> yeah, and right, that being said. Right, rightfully yeah. so. I think there's a, a stigma about that. Beat the stigma has been a theme. Um, with mental health in, in Ohio, et cetera, and I, I suspect nationwide. So, Chad, what do you think for the new year is one of your, let's not call it a resolution, let's call it a goal. What is a goal for Chad this year? Um, so I, I, I cycle a lot with fitness. Um, that's always... Um, uh, that's always one that I'm really interested in um, kind of managing, if you will, my health. And uh, what leads me up to that really has to do with um, my ski season. So I've got uh, usually one, two, or two ski trips planned each January through March. And this year I don't have any but... Uh, that definitely uh, physical fitness kind of cycles in this time of year. Usually around October, November, I'm picking up a little bit more. This year was a little bit lax. Um, but um, I think for me, uh, fitness is one that comes around this time of year. And, and typically around tax season, I don't say financial goals, but I think there's a lot more awareness uh, around uh, the inspiration of, of, of being on the proper uh, financial goals. I think a lot of people also kind of step back and look at their year-end statements of maybe uh, their personal finance, but also retirement, etc. And I think that's a renewed uh, area of focus for a lot of people. Uh, okay, so you're getting off track, Chad. We're talking about your goals, <laughs> not 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 in general. Well, I, the, yeah, but I mean that's my perspective, right? Okay. So okay. I I look at uh, the finances. I look at um, the retirement from the last year, and I think about what our future holds. So I often uh, throughout, yeah. So I, I again not resolution so much. I think it may be a little bit more cyclic. For me, um, and one of the things that I grew up actually, uh, which I'd like to do, I haven't done in a couple of years, is ask a couple of questions to everybody in the family and have them fill it out. So, for example, I think my mom used to say, "Okay, what's something that you've learned from this last year 
three places you'd like to visit this next year, three places that you visited last year, um, and kind of renewing or reviewing what you did the previous year and what you where you want to head to. I think my mom set a great standard. If you ask my siblings, uh, they would tell you that they mom always renewed around uh, this time of year, and I think we had done it we've done it a couple times we have we have not been good about being consistent I, I agree i think we definitely should do that this year i think and it would be so great to organize those types of you know papers that we can go back in a year and kind of revisit and look at it but we just get really bad about writing them down we lose the paper like we kind of forget about it so i would love to actually do that this year that's a great idea yeah i think um you know, not only do you set goals, right, but you review them periodically and then you reflect back on them. I love mm-hmm. that phrase I hear from some podcasts I listen to, which is focus on the future or we peek at the past, but we focus on the future. So mm-hmm. you learn from your lessons, but you don't look back and regret. You look back to uh, understand successes and weaknesses and you apply that to the future. No, I like that. I think that's good. So, Tracy, what about your uh, uh, resolutions or uh, goals for this next year? So, I'm not going to... I mean, you know fitness is always a goal for me, but to kind of just add on fitness, I need to get back into more running. So, I plan to do more races this year, sign up and do more. That'll be motivating for me. Um, And my biggest one this year, um, just applying to life in general is just to be more intentional with everything, with how I communicate, especially with you as my spouse, communicate with my children, um, friends, family, um, just in everything I do, my work. Um, I just want to be really intentional and just kind of really stop and think, you know, before speaking, communicating. That's just something I would like to focus on for 2023 for myself. I'll have to add that somebody recently that I was speaking to made mention of some of the things that made a change. And when they were in my stage of life, they were talking about change and how there's so much growth from change. Some of that can be a result of something or some of that can be intentional. For example, you can intentionally change jobs or companies Um, and then you have growth with new responsibilities and kind of renewed spirit, learning new things, etc. Or it could be physically um, moving to a new town or a new house, and that change uh, requires that you develop new friendships, uh, you develop uh, new uh, habits in a new house or or something of, of that. And I think I was thinking deeper about that a little bit about how change and how we as people uh, get not mundane is the word, not in a routine, maybe more of a routine. We get comfortable. We get we get uh, stagnant, if you will. And I think there's some great feature about change, struggle. Uh, that forces us into growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not when things are going well that we we learn and we grow. It's when we have challenges in front of us, obstacles that we have to overcome. And certainly, I think all of us have obstacles and change 
Uh, we certainly uh, do. And I guess with this podcast, we should probably step back and um, explain a little bit of our household and, and mm-hmm. our situation for our listeners. Uh, Tracy, do you want to um, kind of give us a little uh, background on our family, or at least our, not our family, but just explain who we are and and, uh, and and what we have in our family? Yeah. So, you know, as we said, we're Chad and Tracy Studebaker. We're nobody special. We're just a family in, in Ohio um, raising two special needs children that are um, in wheelchairs. They both have Duchenne muscular dystrophy. So challenges, we've got those every day, um, just, you know, taking care of them. And uh, we have home health aides that are amazing that come in and help us with them, which is great. But that's just a basic of our household. So that's just, you know, in a nutshell. But with all of that comes daily um, struggles or, you know, could have an easy day. So this morning, for instance, we don't have any home health aides, and um, which is fine. They're taking some time. And, you know, we had to get both boys up. And it's tiring. If you're tired, you know, you just have to kind of find that strength, which I feel like every day God gives us that strength, which I'm so grateful for. But Chad, what is, what is your outlook on that? So, um, w- uh, so we have uh, we um, have been married for almost two decades now. Uh, we have moved homes once, I think. Um, and uh, as a background, we have a fifteen-year-old uh, named Noah uh, together, and I. Uh, Trace's oldest, who's my stepson, Jacob, he just turned 23. And we have a, now we have had for three years, I think, a a dog named Carmen. She is a silver lab. She's over here on the couch sleeping sleeping away as she normally does. (laughs) She thinks the couch is hers. Uh, so it's a kind of a, a breed called silver. It's silver mist, but it's a Labrador. Commonly, you see the chocolate yellow or black lab. She's kind of a silver color, and um, she's actually in uh, pregnant with her hopefully third lit- litter. And then Tracy, you want to speak on what else we have? We have a service dog for our 15-year-old Noah. Um, our service dog's name is Bolero, and he um, is for Noah. He can pick things up off the floor for him. Um, trying to think some other things he can do. Where did you come from? Canine Companions. We love Canine Companions. Um, we went for two weeks of training in May, and we actually did not even know the dog we were going to get until the fourth or fifth day in of the two weeks of training. Um, went, went through a bunch of different dogs, uh, worked through, um, with other families as well, like 10 families at Canine Companion, stayed overnight, shared a living space. And then on day four or five, we were told which dog, you know, would go with our child and, uh, Noah and Bolero became partners. So at the end of the, um, two weeks there was a graduation and the puppy breeder which took their time um, and dedication to train Bolero as a puppy and then hand him over to Canine Companions um, she actually drove in for the graduation to officially hand the dog over to Noah so we thank Karen for that and she drove you know four hours to come for that and other 
um, families as well had their puppy breeders come in for the graduation. So it was a really fun process, um, but Noah now has a service dog that we will go back for yearly training. Um, And he luckily does like Carmen, and Carmen likes him. Yeah, so uh, that's been a new adventure this year. Uh, uh, Really, this year we've gone from having one boy in a wheelchair uh, and, uh, and one boy mobile with one dog to now two boys bound to a wheelchair very little mobility left with Noah, a, a slight amount, and then picked up a second dog. Uh, not not intentionally wanting to have two dogs, <laughs> uh, but our youngest, uh, Noah, was was really pushing the application process and proud of his um, creativity and drive to get all of that done. It took about a two-year process, so we wanted to honor that and... Um, and uh, we knew a service dog would be helpful for him emotionally and, of course, physically. So the dog really does a good job because Noah will, uh, although as smart as he is, he will um, drop things and so forth. So the dog really does help him emotionally and physically, I, I would say. It's a big commitment. We have to walk Bolero an hour every day or he has to at least have an hour of exercise. So, you know, it's definitely a challenge, but we're up for those challenges. We can handle it. Okay, so in theme with our initial podcast jumping around uh, <laughs> uh, dramatically, and we'll get better about yes, this, we but will. this was really just a, uh, a discussion, um, um, uh, a sharing of our lives so that others can have entertainment or learn, etc. We always say in a, as a Duchenne muscular dystrophy family that we're happy to share our experiences we're happy to uh, share about our faith, share about uh, our financial um, uh, goals and, and discipline, and some other things. But I think one thing that's really uh, that Tracy is very passionate about is the Christmas and Christmas decorations. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Tis the season. Um, you know, speaking of New Year's resolutions or resolutions in general, uh, let's talk about uh, when you start thinking about Christmas, Tracy. Well, this year I wanted the decorations up November first, so I. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of. I like trick or treat. I think it's fun for kids. I like fall. I do not like when I see skeletons in the yard or graveyards. I just can't stand that. That's just my personal opinion. No offense to anyone who does that. Um, so after the 31st, I decided I'm tired of seeing skeletons and graves. I wanted to get uh, Christmas out. And Noah, um, my youngest, is very excited as well. So he loves getting the decorations out, which makes me happy. So thanks to my wonderful husband who got the tree down and all the decorations down because he keeps it a certain way stored in our garage, got it out. He puts the tree up and the lights and then I decorate. Nine foot tree, by the way. (laughs) And so it's been up, you know, since November 1st, but then right after Christmas, it's not that I'm ready for Christmas to be over. It's the end. (laughs) I... I just, I know it's going to be over, so the quicker I can get the decorations down, 
the less depressed I will get. So I like to take them down the day after Christmas or the 27th. Um, and then just kind of, that's where I start freshing up for the new year. And that's when I'm able to have some time off work and I go through each of bedroom in our house, room in our house, and I clean. It's, it's the new year clean out is what I call it. So that's when I like to put the decorations away. So Chad, in your past, when you were growing up, when did you like, when did your family get the Christmas decorations out and when did you put them away? So we're, we were an atypical family. I grew up on, out in the country. I think Tracy grew up as a city slicker. <laughs> um, but we would go cut our own trees. We didn't have our official trees. We'd go cut from a tree farm or even the in our back property, et cetera. Uh, we'd go as a family, uh, the uh, Chevy Chase Christmas vacation style uh, with the station wagon and the tree on top and the dog hooked to a leash dragging behind the car or something like that. But, but, uh, so we, we would cut down our own tree and bring it in the house. Dad would let it, uh, kind of in the garage to normalize, uh, we'd water it every day, um, you know, and, and that type of thing. So we would probably usually around the first, maybe towards the 14th of December, something around that time frame. Uh, get a tree and I think you do that closer to Christmas when you cut down a tree because uh, there's kind of only a certain lifespan that a live tree has and uh, you know re keeping the water filled uh, with the tree stand etc is really uh, more of a lost art if you will or not so many people do that anymore these days but that's so we would get the decorations out and be as a family and you know, we, I don't think we'd get them from the attic. We'd probably get them from the basement kind of thing. But that whole Chevy Chase Christmas vacation would be very similar, right? We'd light the, we'd put uh, lights outside and, and decorate outside. And we had these plastic um, candles that we'd stick outside on the porch and decorate. And we lived out in the country, but you could see our house from on the north side from almost a half mile away kind of thing. So... That was that was fun. We did it as a family, but we definitely have live trees, and we wouldn't do it till like mid December, and then shortly after Christmas, after we opened all the presents, we'd take it out, and uh, next summer we'd probably use it as firewood, kind of thing. But that that's 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 ours. But I I will come back to Tracy and say, why is it you like to get the decorations down uh, so quickly? What's What's the thought process there? I know you kind of glazed over it, but knowing you very well, you wh what do you like so much about doing that? You mean taking them down? Or yeah, them take, no, taking them down. Because I want the, the, our house, um, where we put our Christmas tree, really takes up a lot of the living room. So I like to kind of get the house back in order. I think I, I think I touched on that. I like to kind of do a refresh of the house, like clean everything out. Yeah. And we actually, um, this year, we reorganized our, or redecorated our living room. And Jacob's Buckeye room, Jacob and Noah's Buckeye room, um, which I think looks really good. And that's just a matter of getting rid of, you know, old items, cleaning out, um, freshening everything up. So that's that's the main reason. But I, you know, I also like things to be put away neatly in place. And I had a great time going through the ornaments and organizing them because we had some broken ones. I, I've talked to a few people and they are in the same boat where... They want to get everything down. They're rushing around. Things are breaking. And then the next year they open up stuff and 
They've got broken ornaments. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that deals with that. But now this year, I cleaned everything up. So next year, everything should be very organized when I get it out. And I'm not sure if I even told Chad this yet, but uh, Noah and I discussed that we would like to get the decorations out for Christmas on October 1st. <laughs> I think she means we're skipping Halloween. <laughs> we'll have fall for August. Boo-hoo. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, the ghosts of Christmas past. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the uh, uh, decoration themes. And Tracy does like to do Valentine's. She likes to do kind of spring. She likes to do Easter, uh, Easter and then the fall. fall. And uh, I got her a sign so she can introduce the different holidays. And mm-hmm. she does love to decorate. And I think that's a motherly instinct or woman uh, type thing where you refresh the home give it renewed sense, keep it smelling nice with candles. And, uh, you know, uh, I think women and wives in general, mothers love to present their home in a, in a in, you know, with good smelling things and fresh looks, et cetera. And I think that's a wonderful gift from God that they put uh, into in people that want to decorate their home. I won't say just women, although I think that's the majority of uh, but yeah, that's kind of um, a little bit uh, about our holidays and uh, our good cheer. Um, let's see, what other things do you want to talk about closing out this year or opening up the the new year? Anything in, in relation to, to that? So opening up the new year, I mean, this podcast is, you know, something that um, we wanted to do and especially start it for, you know, the new year 2023. Um, so I think that's one of our goals for this year. So I was so excited to get on here and chat and, you know, record this podcast. This is really exciting for me. Yeah, I think uh, opening up a new chapter, sharing a little bit about our chapters and our seasons and and, uh, uh, just crossing into the fifth decade for myself, Tracy becoming a little bit more of a veteran of the fifth decade. And... um, yeah, so I think this is an opportunity for just to express our thoughts and mm-hmm. uh, get a little entertainment, um, throw in a little entertainment. Do you have any jokes, Tracy? Um, the only joke I can think of is our son's joke. Okay, let's let's hear so, the mama joke. <laughs> it's not really a mama joke. It's no. Um, what do you call a bear with no teeth? <laughs> um. A hungry bear? A gummy bear. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Can you give us an original joke? Maybe more fun. Mm. Keep it clean. Well, um, you know, I I don't really... uh, I I can think of one. I'm going to try to keep it clean. But I guess I'm falling into this dad... You like the this dad jokes. dad jokes or whatever. Noah comes up with a bunch of them. He kind of likes telling jokes. We go back and forth. Um, I'll say this one. I don't think it's the best one, but okay, Tracy. What? What? How do Mexicans cut their pizza? I don't know, Chad. How do Mexicans cut their pizza? This is more a visual thing. If you stick your uh, outside <laughs> finger, index finger, and your um, your tallest finger, and you move them uh like nanu nanu you move them apart 
little uh, Mexicans cut their pizza with little Caesars. Oh, that is hilarious. Little Caesars. Yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of that, you know, want to throw in a little bit of humor on the back end there. It um, might be fun, Chad. Every podcast we end with a joke. That might be a cool little tradition we could incorporate, maybe. Um, we promise not to get jalapeno business. <laughs> um, uh, as the maybe the Mexicans would say. So uh, I think uh, I'm not so sure what we're going to do uh, for our next podcast, but it probably will be coming here in the next couple weeks or so. Um, I know we've been a little bit long-winded, but uh, hopefully entertaining. We've got an uh, exciting day today in that there's some uh, national, semi-national championship uh, games being played today uh, for uh, U.S. Uh, football. And um, we're closing out the, the, the New Year's here today and then relaxing a little bit while our dog snores on the couch here. <laughs> Our little carbon. Um, so well, we just thank you. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And, and um, certainly love to get any feedback that you may have. Uh, again, we're open to suggestions. We're open to ideas or, or comments. You think it's boring? That's fine. If you think it's kind of entertaining, we'd like to hear about that. Or uh, I'm sure it'll take five or six podcasts till we get kind of in a rhythm of things. But hope you've enjoyed. Any final thoughts, Tracy? No, thank you for listening. And as Chad said, if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Um, we just, you know, appreciate all of you and just uh, would be open to any any other topics you'd want us to discuss as well. And if you think we're boring, that's okay too. We understand. Um, but on that note, I want to tell everybody to Go Bucks for today and Happy New Year. Uh, this is our podcast, Adventures of Life, podcast number one. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.